Parental discretion is advised. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway. Supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza, SliceOnBroadway.com. IndieWrestling.us. Check out IWC, RWA, and more. Click the Fight TV link on WrestlingMayhemShow.com to support this show and watch pro wrestling, MMA, boxing, and so much more. And listeners like you, support this show at Patreon.com slash WrestlingMayhemShow. Hey guys, it's the Hey guys, it is the Wrestling Mayhem Show. I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitter. I hope everything's recording. We are live. Well, I am live via Pittsburgh, PA, but in Kingman, Arizona. I forgot where I was. So I've been in a new state like every day, and it's ridiculous. Um, and I was in New Mexico this morning. So we are here. I am here at a campsite. We're connected. We have things. I brought a camera with me, so hopefully it looks a little bit better. But with me, first of all, in Beacon, New York. Still, by way of Pittsburgh digitally, is the only Amher with a future endeavor letter from the WWE. It's Mad Mike. There are three shots of vodka in each of these cans, and well, I have two of them, and I'm almost done with this one, and we haven't started the show yet. So I'm sure, I'm sure it's going to be a wild ride, folks. It'll be fine. It'll be absolutely fine. I'm sure. I'm hey, sure. I, I, I made it to get married before the end of the world, so I'm good. I'm good. I beat expectations. <laughs> yeah. I beat you checked all the boxes. You most checked all those boxes. Most Perfect. of them. Do you remember? There's a couple boxes, but I mean, you know, I, I, I mean, A's would be great, but C's get degrees. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, man! Remember, you remember all those old YouTube or iTunes comments that we used to have on this podcast, where it was like, "You guys are unmarried and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and living and in living your mom's basement." basement. Yes, we Which just checked I, all those things off. Yeah, I mean, and to be fair, I was in an attic. All right, That's I was right. In that an was attic. your mom's attic. Yes, that was my mom's yes. attic. Yeah, yes. And now I have my okay. room in my own house that I partially pay for. Partially, partially. I don't even own my Wait, own car. Wait, wow. And I've by the way, I, I counted a lot of my pop figures last night. I have 86 pop figures, at least. True sign of an adult. Anyways, yes. of course he's an adult. How would he pay for those pop figures? But also, we're forgetting the person who's making this all happen, really, that's on the on the ones and twos, as I usually <laughs> am. Matt Carlins of the mainstream media is now Matt Carlins of the podcast media in Sorgatron Media Studio in Pittsburgh, PA. <laughs> wait, wait, so do I know what I'm doing? I don't know what I'm doing. Wait, camera. Uh, it's it's, I, I, it's I, I, on the ATEM. It's on the ATEM. I'm blowing it, it already. Right. It's, it's it the one on the right. It's the one on the right. You have to hit the control button uh, first. Uh, Hold on a second. Uh, hit, hit the control button, and then you can hit one and two. There you go. Live training. I can't, I can't Live training. Really do, I thought I had like a quick button for this, but yeah. I did not. Oh, yeah. Um. Okay. Um. I. I, I you, you, Sorg, we, we got together last week. You taught me so much. I regret to inform you. I retained about two percent of it. I mean, and I know I made I made unrealistic promises to you before you left on this on this journey. Before you drove two thousand miles away from the Sorgatron Media Studios and just left me here with the with my empty promise to you that yes, Sorg, don't worry, I can totally do this, no problem. The ones and the twos, the buttons and the whatnots, I can absolutely push these buttons. I can absolutely make this show fly. Uh, I'm I'm having my doubts. I am very nervous right now. I'm scared. <laughs> 
I'm in a cocoon of terror right now. Um, I'm going to take the camera off of me right now so I can crawl under the desk. Uh, By the way, um, show title, Cocoon of Terror. Cocoon of Terror. You know what? Now that I'm not doing all the things there, I can actually take notes for the show, so I'm not up until 3 in the morning figuring out what's going on. Cocoon of Terror. Cocoon of Terror. I, I'm, yes. I'm in I it. Think, oh, uh, we, have, we have a question in the chat room, very important one. What's the over-under that Matt accidentally ends the stream? Ooh, I, I like I don't I like think that. I can do I don't. You know, I, I didn't. I barely even started the stream, Sorgs. I don't even think I have the ability. I, I'm I'm such an idiot. I it, it's beyond my ability to screw up. But but I got that record on the video backup that I was going to use for for my editing. Oh, but uh, yeah. but hey, you know what? We, we just had a fantastic MacGyver like blue wire or red wire moment before the show that everyone missed uh, as I was crawling oh, yeah. underneath this okay. table, and so, it was exciting. So let me- let me describe what was happening before we went live. Um, I had Matt futzing around with all sorts of wires. Sorg was like, are you sure that's an HDMI? What does it say? Matt's like, it says BAM on it. And Sorg's like, it doesn't say BAM. It was like watching two guys who know each other but had never played a new Jackbox game before. And it was one of those <laughs> cooperative ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like the rap one. Well, anyways, yeah. let's do something that we know how to do, and that's how to introduce the show, at least. Oh, yeah. uh, guys, please, please go check out everything at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Check out, uh, uh, please hit up the email address. Good times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. It's weird being on the other side of the Google Meet delay. Um, 412-206-WMS0, at Mayhem Show on the Twitter. Please hit up the Wrestling Mayhem Show Facebook group and uh, Facebook page, where we are hopefully live right now. (laughs) We are. It's totally there. It's totally there. Relatively 9 p.m. Eastern time uh, on Facebook Live and a bunch of other platforms as well. Or whatever the hell time it is right now. I, I honestly have no, no idea. No one knows what time it is. I, yeah, we had, we had daylight savings while I was crossing time, so it was not it was not a good scene. <laughs> um, anyways, and also thank you to our Patreon supporters. Where this week your Patreon support will be read to you from a campground in Kingman, Arizona, by me. Uh, thanks to our friends it, at the Panthers. Can you read it in the tune of Campdown Races? Who's so loud because I don't want to disturb my neighbors more than I already am. So uh, I will let you guys do that. I'm going to go. Diggity. Thank you. Ed Burke, Bobby FJ Town, Team Hammerfist, Club Level, our friends Bradley, uh, Ruthers, or a Brad Housen, if you will. Please go check out that video if you haven't already. Buttshausen. Yeah. Also, Buttshausen, yes. Uh, our friends Ed Burke, Bobby FJ, and Team Hammerfist. Our friends at the Poppy Club level, that would be Deb Dockery and Kyle Turner. And at the manager level, OccupyProWrestling.com and Farnsworth Investments. Thank you, everybody, who has been supporting the show at Patreon.com slash Wrestling Show. And again, if you guys like what's going on or... Um, you know, just feel sorry for us. Go, go ahead and support the show. <laughs> so let's get into you know. Okay, I feel I feel weird because we are like like a couple days removed from I, Halloween I itself. Poppy is back in our life. Poppy is back in our lives, and I hope this card doesn't hit me. Uh, but uh, Poppy is back in our lives. There was a man. It, they really did treat that thing like a pay per view last week, didn't they? It was fucking great. Mm-hmm. By the way, I'm on my second one of these, so it's gonna get weird. Um, but yeah, no, <laughs> Halloween Havoc was fucking fantastic. Like I, I was... 
it's the first time I've watched NXT uh, pseudo live in a while. Usually I watch it either on the network or like I'll do like a binge watch of NXT and catch up on uh, like a couple weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to make sure that I wasn't spoiled on anything for Halloween Havoc. Like, I actually stayed off Twitter and everything for it. I was pleasantly surprised by the whole damn thing. And Sorg, Matt, they had the giant pumpkin. They had yes. the inflatable pumpkin. It, and it, it, I, you know what? That that was and that was deeper into the um, the warehouse of WCW trinkets than I thought they would they would go. Oh, so I, no, was, I was proud the of them for one. doing that. That wasn't the same one. That You're right. The they probably just Halloween ran down the street to the Spirit one. Halloween and picked one up. Yeah, Matt. Matt, my favorite thing about well, all right, not my favorite thing, but one of my favorite things from Halloween Havoc was when Gargano and Priest brawled in the backstage area. You could see that they kept all the boxes from the Spirit Halloween decorations so that they could return them before Halloween. <laughs> I'm gonna need a screen cap of that. Uh <laughs> <laughs> that was that was my favorite thing. There was just like a big like laundry basket case and you can see just boxes like foaming skull. I'm like, oh my god, they kept the boxes for everything. Like the only thing they can't return is the inflatable pumpkin that the giant gargano went all heel bailey on. <laughs> and credit to my wife, my wife, we were watching that. And I was like, they have the inflatable pumpkin. She's like, what does that mean? I'm like, it's very important. She's like, someone's going to pop it. I'm like, no, they're not. And (laughs) sure enough, Johnny Gargano just. So now he loves wheels, but hates pumpkins. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Face turn on wheels, apparently. (laughs) Uh, Since we're on the spirit Halloween kick for for a second here, this this, this Mm -hmm. goes very nicely into. Uh, my 13-year-old son's reaction to Halloween Havoc, my older of my two sons. My younger son loves wrestling, can't get enough of it. My older son typically cannot care less. But what he does love, as much as we love wrestling, he loves Halloween more than anything in the world. So the thought of anything Halloween-related was good for him, and he was absolutely in love with this show. He immediately recognized that Johnny Gargano was cosplaying as Jack Skellington, which was very impressive. Um, and he also had, uh, a very, very excited reaction to another match that was on Halloween Havoc. And I don't want to steal anyone's thunder and jump too far ahead on this, Uh, but he is obsessed with the Dexter Loomis, Cameron Grimes, uh, haunted house match. He has asked to watch this. He has rewatched this match at least four times already since last Wednesday. My 13 year old son, he does not give two craps about wrestling. Loves the Haunted House match. So, good job, WWE. You have expanded your horizons and drawn in new viewers with this one. Wow. Wow. I will say, the extras they got for that match, doing, like, the zombies that, that could, like, do the contortionists and stuff like that, I don't know wh- where in Central Florida there's central casting for that kind of stuff, but brava. Maybe they're out-of-work Cirque du Soleil actors. Maybe uh, their no. performance yeah. center, they Universal Studios, maybe. Yeah, yeah, like wherever they pulled them from, that was a stroke of freaking genius. And all right, <laughs> I will say, with Thanksgiving coming up, <laughs> I think there should be 
a cinematic Thanksgiving match. Now, I don't know what this is. But it has to involve Cameron Grimes dressed as a pilgrim. Yes. Plus a giant egg, plus a gobbledygooker. I mean, that's, I mean, that's a go-to. Oh, my God. Well, that is the ultimate low-hanging fruit joke for WWE what? to pull on Thanksgiving. They will do that. All right, I have a question. Wait, 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 Mike, 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 before you get your question, let me roll back on that for a second. Because, I mean, the only thing that makes sense is that we do have a giant egg and Drake Maverick comes out, but he's wearing the turkey costume from TNA that he had to wear one year. I was going to say, what if there's a giant egg, but it's the return of um, Karrion Cross? <laughs> no, yeah, but the, egg, evil the egg catches on egg. fire. Yeah. It's like an evil giant, or like Scarlet's in there, and she pops out after Finn Balor successfully defends the NXT title, and she pops out of the egg like TikTok, TikTok, with the fucking boogeyman's clock or something. Ah, oh, apparently, uh, Casey Catanzaro was one of the zombies. That makes sense, uh, actually. Yeah, no, I, that makes sense too. Um, also, Brianna, I don't know who that is. Uh, Tina's saying in the chat room, but Brianna. um. Uh, yeah, I don't that know. Is, that, but it's probably one of those PC girls. It helps. <laughs> Cameron like Grimes, it helps that Cameron Grimes is, and I said this last week. I think I don't know if I don't know if this was something I said on the show or something I said to you after our Monday show. So Cameron Grimes is the epitome epitome of every person who gets killed in a horror movie. That's you, and you said that to me. I think on the show um, okay. last week, and that's okay. what made me excited for that match. Yeah, because because like he's southern, he's stupid, he's tough, <laughs> mm-hmm. and he's scared easily. That yes. like if All you have things. four people killed in a horror movie, boom, 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 right there, right mm-hmm. there, you have your you have your quadfecta. <laughs> Uh, but, 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 but no, that match was tremendous. It, it was. Um, I loved that. I loved William Regal being the kind of instigator of this too, and and forcing him to just like, hey, walk on it. I even didn't even mind Doc Hendricks showing up at the end playing his his uh, his uh, Freebird song. Yeah, Bad Street. Yeah. Bad Street. Like I'm 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 like okay, like like so yeah okay. We we have the good. Yeah, did they have weird Ubers in Florida. That's fine. <laughs> Tell me about it. Do you know you can Uber a, a white of... kidnapper van in Florida, Sorg? That's so weird. <laughs> it's more common than you think. Mm. <laughs> Especially around the PC. But um, you know what else I do like? And this is non-scary stuff, but uh, fellas, we're going to have one hell of a War Games match. We are going to have one doozy of a war games match we're gonna have the undisputed era versus pat mcafee which i'm i'm now calling the brand i'm gonna call it the brand i, don't Ooh, think they, I, don't I think like that by the well, way that shirt says that's what his gimmick all is so i'm gonna call it the brand but pat mcafee only lurkin danny birch and pete motherfucking done yes mm-hmm. and please Oh my god, like that war games match is gonna be sick. I'm very excited for it. It's, very yeah, it's 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 gonna be lots. Um and and man, I can't I, we all forgot about Pete Dunn when we were doing that big question last week, weren't we? Oh yeah, yeah completely. Yeah, we well, totally I thought he was still stuck Dunn. in Europe. I saw he was still stuck in Europe. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, this guy's getting over. I mean, uh, the Birch well, is over. Well, Birch has been over for a bit. But Birch has been on 205 Live. He's been a mainstay. Birch and Lorcan have been mm-hmm. on 205 Live uh, all through the pandemic and everything. But um, but I guess with Pac coming back, I guess there's travel restrictions lifted? Uh, I, there might be, I don't know necessarily uh, Pac's promoting Pac as proof that he's coming back here to the States, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, and, and I just we, um, wanted to mention something. Um, I wanted to mention something real quick, just so that European we, wrestling, just so that we don't forget to mention this. Um, I wanted to give props to Shotzi, um, as oh, yeah. the host because I don't think there's anybody else that they have who could have pulled that off. Like she was really Absolutely great. Not. Like she, it's, she's like a star now. Just and she didn't even have to wrestle a match. She just had to go out there and just play this role. She was so great. Well, I, I read an interview of her. Like, uh, she admired Elvira when she was younger. I couldn't and, tell. Uh, yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> but like the fact that they basically were like, "Hey, do you want to host Halloween Havoc?" And she's like, "I get to be the Elvira for a wrestling show." Yes, I love that she had costume changes too. Like three mm-hmm. costume changes. It was fairly impressive. Uh, I mean, she has some time. Come on, she <laughs> she, she showed up like once a half hour. So, I, listen, listen. Until you've seen, until you've seen in this moment, do costume changes in the middle of a set. You're not impressed. I'm not impressed, at least. <laughs> uh, but and and the Candice EO match. Jesus, they beat the crap out of each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was a it was a tremendous show, and and it got me it got me to watch it live as well, Mike. Again, as I've told you, I've been true tried and true to watching AEW live for 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 months at this point. Um, just just because I I I just like I'm gonna watch it and see the next day. That's fine. You know, I can wait a day and watch it with no commercials on the network. That's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. I, it's easier. And, and I gotta I gotta admit the same thing too. I was I was flipping back and forth live, and I almost never do that. So uh, I give um, the NXT guys a lot of credit for putting something together that really that actually lured me away from watching AEW for one Wednesday night so yeah they deserve a lot of praise for what they did they not only got me and Sorg to flip over they got my you know ambivalent uh, 13 year old son to watch and get interested I mean this was a this is a big win now it's a question of how much of this momentum that can they can carry forward but uh, I think they're Absolutely. doing a lot of smart things right now on NXT yeah yeah it makes me and, and as I've I've I don't want to get into it, but I've just I'm so done with Monday and Third Friday again. Like it didn't last. I was good Thunderdome. I was back, and it, I just don't even care. Like I'm okay that I have an excuse not to bother watching it for the next three weeks. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I don't think that much is going to change to be honest, because it's no. Survivor Series. No. No, like, yeah, it's it, it's it's okay by numbers. Like when you talked to me last night about what what's happening with the Miz and Otis, I'm just like we've seen this like, before a million times, and I'm so the most so I can see the most I can see changing, the most I can see changing is I can see, I don't think we're getting Randy Orton versus Roman Reigns. I don't think we're getting that match because putting those two up against each other it doesn't help anyone. I think somehow Drew is going to get a rematch beforehand. And the fiend is going to cost Randy the title, I just, and we're going to get fiend versus Orton that Survivor Series in a cinematic match. I, uh, well, I mean, yeah. I, I, I think I, I, I don't know. It, it's hard to know what what they're thinking um, long term on this thing. It, it, it almost felt like, in a way, like they they're trying to keep Drew and Roman away from each other. 
but I mean, maybe they are, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't feel like Roman Orton is, is something that they need to worry about avoiding. Um, yeah, but, but neither of them are talking about the other one. Well, I mean, that's because it's Survivor Series, and, and to be frank, usually this built Survivor Series kind of stinks, and, and, and they spin their wheels, and it just doesn't... I, I mean, if the last couple of years have been... Well, you know what? On, on the same... On the same yeah. topic, though, last year's Survivor Series was really interesting because they brought in NXT. Um, but but overall, I mean, I, the brand versus brand thing usually feels a little bit flat to me. And the year was, before that, that was when we got Becky as the man. Like, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. was going to be really good. And it got more interesting when Charlotte had to take over. Like, And, and to throw back a point, I just want to point out that I just made the first t- costume change of this show. Mm-hmm. I'm very proud of you, Sword. Yes. Very proud of you. It's getting a little chilly. Like just enough. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, like I, I think I think because they keep stressing that as long as the champions remain the champions, I think we're going to see one title change before the pay per view because we have a couple weeks, um, especially because the way it seemed like Drew was being on Raw, he's gonna want a rematch for that title sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. And Miz cashing in on Drew makes a hell of a lot more sense to me than Miz cashing in on Orton again. Especially when The Fiend is clearly targeting Randy Orton and doesn't give a fuck about Drew McIntyre. So, okay. I mean, that, I, I, I really feel Drew versus Roman makes a lot more sense to me. I'm I don't. You, you know what I do care about, and I don't have the graphic up here because uh, we didn't set that up with uh, Matt Gap because he's done enough. Damn it! Um, but uh, <laughs> you know what? You know what I am excited for indie wrestling, a lot of great stuff going on out there, including this past week, and you can still pick it up officially on the on the iPay Per View at uh, IndieWrestling.live. Hardcore Halloween mm. from Prospect Pro Wrestling. I know, I know, I know, uh, and of course, there's other stuff going on. Just dropped tonight. Wrestling Mayhem Show has been sponsoring the Fight Underground promotion mm. uh, with its last recording that just started this week, uh, going out there with uh, the Ref Ron Hunt and Loss Prevention. Uh, so go check that out and see what happened there. And there's going to be, there's, you're going to be getting Fight Underground sponsored by the Wrestling Mayhem Show until the end of the year uh, in conjunction with IndieWrestling.us. But also, well, let's roll back for a moment because give you guys a chance to watch that match before we talk about it. But uh, I know Prospect Pro Wrestling. Uh, Matt, you, you you sat in and watched that thing. Mm-hmm. And I've been, I I was having fun with your tweets. I, there was a lot. I, I had a lot of fun watching this show. It was crazy. It was zany. Um, it had this great kind of uh, GCW kind of vibe to it in my opinion. Um, and, uh, I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, and, uh, you know, the begin, the very beginning of the, uh, of, of the broadcast of the hardcore Halloween. Um, I, I, I would, I would categorize it as shocking. Uh, I would call it a little bit controversial, a little salacious. Um, yeah. but then I think of the people involved and I'm like, man, maybe not so surprising. I mean, uh, Sor- Sorgi, I mean, that, that was, uh, that was something else on a, uh, on a show in which we saw, you know, front loaders and caskets and all other types of paraphernalia. I mean, the most shocking one was was straight from straight from Jump Street. You know, 
<laughs> Sorg is extracted. I don't know that the, the oh, locals may have gotten to him. Playing Pokemon. Hey, come here a second. Come here a second. We're live on the internet. Oh, no, just say, just like, there's, there's just some random people playing uh, Pokemon at this campsite. This is what's happening right now. Oh, so, they do? Say hi to you. So, hi. hi. So, Hello, children. Uh, <laughs> you guys Catch like them all, young kids. A little bit, a little bit. You like wrestling? You're a wrestler. That's another, like, that's another podcast. I don't know if we're allowed to do that. This is what's called exit polling. Is exit polling? <laughs> yes. Who, who's your favorite wrestler? My favorite wrestler is uh, John Cena. We got John Cena. We got John Cena solid. fan here. That's right. Solid you? choice. Yeah, good choice. Just saying, solid choice. The Rock? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you like you like Rock's dad? Yeah. He said Rocky, uh, Rocky Johnson, the Rock's dad. Okay. Yeah. Good job. Wrestling hipster over here. Yeah, very hipster. Very <laughs> yeah, hipster. Call. Your dad was born. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you the Rock? Yeah. We got we got a Rock fan. I, I mean, awesome. I mean, he's the new go-to. I mean, no no one answers right. Hogan anymore. They always just go. Right, like, other, if you don't other, have an answer, you just question. go the Rock. Yeah, the Rock's my favorite. I am battling a. Oh, I don't know what any of these guys are. I haven't played Pokemon Go in like six months. Sorg, who's your favorite Pokemon? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot, guys. No Have a good night. Uh, and that was, was the interview for tonight. Uh, yeah, that was our interview since we didn't have a, a wrestling guest. So. <laughs> Sorg, I didn't tell him about random youth off the street. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The youth off the street. <laughs> Uh, I mean, you got you got you got to love just like the energy of those kids, just like playing yeah. Pokemon, not a care in the world. It's all good. You be like those kids. Go catch I, yourself some Pokemon and forget about your troubles. And, and I also just realized like none of us were minor mass, and this is this is the point. This is the point that it happens. I get it. <laughs> <Soul trip. Yeah. laughs> so, the the quarantine on wheels is now done. So, um, <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> um, so. Um, anyways, yeah. So, um, no, it was, you know, it was a, it was a, a, a very interesting show. It was very surprising and, uh, and, and it was, it was kind of interesting. So, um, but, uh, um, anyways, so there's a pay-per-view this weekend, Matt, can you talk I about it? And, and I want to go check on something real quick. Um, go sure, a well, I'm sure we'll have a chance to, to talk more about the, um, I, I love talking about EW pay-per-views, but, uh, man, Mike, I, I can't, I cannot, um, I cannot miss this opportunity to take control of this tele of uh, this television show. What the hell am I even talking about? To take control <laughs> of this internet broadcast and steer it in a different direction, because uh, one of the items on our big uh, wheel, make the wheel, uh, take the deal, uh, make a meal. Uh, what did we do with the wheel? What was it called again, Mike? Um, anyway, um, the, when we spun the wheel to choose our topics for the uh, show last week, there was a there was a topic on there that I was really hoping we'd get to, and we didn't get a chance to get to it. Uh, and that was, of course, but I love him, Poppy. Um, the uh, um, oh god, the, why are we uh, talking about this again? True love again why? in our time between a thirty-year-old man and a nineteen-year-old girl. Hey, it's been known to happen, but um, you know, I, I, I mean, just just real. I, I just want, uh, I just want quick, yeah, are you quick takes, to me, real are you quick. To make me chug the rest of this can. No, no, well, you can chug your can in a second here. Uh, I just want your quick take on this, and then we're gonna play a fun game. To Fuck try to, about to try to to try to elevate um, this this very uncomfortable uh, storyline to something that we can all have some fun with. So uh, I, I I was I was slightly I was slightly concerned on how many of our wrestling uh, uh, female wrestling friends related to this uh, in a scary way that made them uncomfortable. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying. Like, there, there's a lot about this that's really creepy and awkward. 
Yeah. And like, like, I'm not saying this story can't be done. Obviously, it can be done. It is being done, but it can be done in a way where there's no it, one... it exists. I mean, there's no well, doubt it can well, be done. I'm it is. So yeah. Of, I'm saying in terms of fictional storytelling. Obviously, mm. there are ways this can be done, but with something that's this divisive, it needs to be done with a deft hand. It needs to be done with a lot of nuance and a lot of subtlety, two things in which WWE is not great with doing. Mm -mm. And it also needs to be done with a lot of agency for the female, especially in this situation, which it's definitely not being handled at all. It's almost almost like the writers of WWE didn't pay attention to the summer. (laughs) Like, it, it 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 was three weeks between She's whacking him with a kendo stick and handing it to her mom and saying, hit him. And then three weeks later, she's like, oh, he got hurt once. And now I'm really worried about him. It doesn't Mike, make any fucking sense. Like that. Mike, Mike, I don't know how your courtship went. Okay. But <laughs> from, from somebody with over 15 years of marriage experience you met, you met on the internet. <laughs> You went on the internet because you know you. you I mean, just like I, all of us. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Quick, quick love story here. We met on the internet because I went to school with the guy who's in Jurassic Park that my wife happens to love that movie and stalked him on Facebook. That's the only huh. reason. That's huh. the only reason we matched huh. on the dating site that we were on. Mm-hmm. That's that's, that's there. one thousand percent truth because. The site we use, Coffee Meets Bagel, matches through friends of friends on Facebook. Well, in my in my courtship, uh, her grandmother, uh, God rest her soul, hit me with a gendo stick. So uh, I'd say this is not too far outside of the realm. Tina's also asking, question, reverse the ages, what would you think about it then? Uh, I would also think it was weird. If Dominic Mysterio was being courted by Mickey James, it would be fucking weird. <laughs> It would be fucking weird on every single conceivable level. I don't like it's fucking weird. And especially if the person was just beating someone with a kendo stick three weeks before, like, oh, is he okay? Fuck off. It makes me, I'll just say it's, and I can only speak specifically to this one storyline going on right here without trying to expand out into, you know, into the realms of like broad generalizations of what's appropriate and what's inappropriate it's making me uncomfortable and i've already had to have a discussion with one of my kids about what the no. hell is going on and i'm just like no. and, and they're just like and no it's not cool it's not cool and i'm sorry if that makes me some you know old man i i can't you know it's just it's it's a bridge too far for me i cannot i, I cannot um and it's the thing is I I don't mind like the the age difference. Yes, it's problematic. I've seen stuff like that happen before, but it's the fact that it also makes no fucking sense. If th- if this was something, no no no, I'm serious. If this was something where Murphy had already started to turn on Seth Rollins and start and like Murphy, let's say he saved Dominic from being like having the same thing happen to Ray. Like if 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 Seth tried to take out Dominic's eye, like they took out Ray's eye, and Murphy stopped it and started beating Seth Rollins' ass, okay, that's one thing. That's one thing. That's a little bit different than 
this whole fucking shit that we have now. All right. And, now, and Tina's asking, right. was it weird when Vince and Trish was a thing? Yes, it was yes. fucking yeah, it was weird. weird. It was even weirder, to be perfectly honest, because uh, she, he's her boss. Um, I got perfect, perfect segue. Thank you, Tina. Perfect segue, because I said we were going to try to have a little bit of fun with this. So I did a little bit of research. And I'm going to give you guys a, uh, a little bit of a pop quiz, Mad Mike and Sorg. Uh, I'm going to bring up a, a storyline relationship from WWE's past, and the two of you are going to guess the ages of the participants. Are you ready for this? Oh, no, I don't want to And just do because this. since Tina opened, wait, wait. since Tina wait, in Mike. the chat room decided to open Mike. the gates of hell, what? I will, what? Go ahead. Mike, let me let me prep for this. Or Matt, oh, yeah. mm. uh, uh, well, while Sorg is prepping, Tina's also asking, was it weird when Vicky was courting Edge and Dolph? All right. Let, 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 let's, let's play the game. And then uh, you, can, adults. you can, you can get into this. Edge was damn near 30. All right. Here we go. All right. Here we go. Let, let, let's, let's start, let's start tackling, rambling through these things. Um, gentlemen, it is 1999 in the WWE. And indeed, one of the great, oh, no. one of the great wedding storylines of all the times has just, uh, has just occurred. Uh, indeed, uh, Stephanie McMahon and Tess wedding was interrupted by Triple H. How old is Stephanie? How old is Tess? And how old is Triple H at this point in time in 1999? I believe that Tess would have been 26. And Stephanie, would she be 21 yet? Let's see. Where were we with? She's She had have been 21. All right. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Stephanie was 22. Uh, Tess was 26, and Triple H was 29. Those are very good guesses. Stephanie was 23. Ah, so close. Tess was 24. Okay. And, that's, Triple, that, H, that's fine. and Triple H was 30. Um, okay. All right, let's move on to another one that just came up in the team. That, the ages of that is fine. What happened in that storyline is not... <laughs> but I knew Stephanie no, no. was of age because she was drinking champagne at the bachelorette party where she got drugged and Triple H brought her to a drive-thru wedding chapel. Um, Which, by the way, I still point. don't think that legally counted. Because he's on camera going, oh, yes, I do. Like, she, no. That's not how that works, even I in mean, the sleaziest uh, Vegas drive-thru. Mike, enough for Mike if you have the right lawyers, time. it can all stand up. <laughs> That's what she said. Okay. Um, all right. Let's let's go to another one. It was just brought up in the chat room. It is 2001. Oh boy. Vince McMahon <laughs> has a new friend. It's Trish Stratus. How old is Vince? And how old is Trish? Uh, it's Vince 2001. He was thousand. Was he in his 50s? I want to say he was like 55. Let's go. What did he just? He just turned 70 a couple years ago, right? But that, that's a that's a clue. I know. Or don't don't influence your guess. Just you know. I would say he was like I'll go and go fifty two. I'm gonna I'm gonna counter that a little bit because I think I mapped it right. I think, and Trish would have been twenty four. I'm I'm going twenty four and forty eight. I'm going I'm going Trish was half his age. All right. Again, excellent guesses. Um, Trish was twenty five years old. Vince McMahon so was fifty five. Ooh. Oh, I should have won with my first guess. Ooh. All right. Um, all right. Fair play here. 
to uh to, to the yeah, flip yeah, side this of this. This isn't making me feel better. No, I, it's and... not meant to make you feel better. We're just having some fun. Um, it is two thousand fun either oh we're just gonna do a couple more and we're gonna see if this cheers you up because we're, we're okay. we'll play the flip side of this it is 2007 the ultimate opportunist edge mm-hmm. has found a new angle with vicky guerrero how old is vicky and how old is edge it's 2007 2007 edge is 32 and vicky is 44 I'm just going to echo that because that's around about what I would say. Edge is 34. Ah. Vicky Guerrero is 39. Oh, wow. How about that? Really? Yes. Really? Who else? Who else? Well, Dolph is a lot younger. That's where she got the Cougar moniker, right? Well, no, she got it with Edge, too. But you know, with Edge? They're five, they're five years apart. Like five okay. years. What the hell? My wife's right. like a year and a half for your wife. Yeah, but to be fair, WWE ages up any woman who's over 35. So that's probably why. Look at the 60 year old woman. Oh, yeah. look at her. Okay. I got a couple more here. We're going to rifle through them really quick. Uh, since you invoked his name. Hold on. Hold on. The Pokemoners are going by again. Oh, okay. We shouldn't talk about this in front of them. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> no, see okay. They, they have the internet. They've seen Pokemon. I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right. Um, it is 2012. I'm glad that I don't have you Dolph, guys on speaker out here. Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler has a new friend. It's AJ Lee. How old is AJ? How old is Dolph? It's 2012. God, I want to say 22 and uh, 28. 23 and 30. You're, you're, you're on the right track, Mad Mike. AJ Lee is 25. Mm. Dolph Ziggler mm. is 32. Oh, I was off by two on both of them. Okay. So, she, I, had, so I had the age difference right. Yeah. I just need to shift it. Well, I, I okay. mean, her gimmick was also like like, like that girl from high school. So uh, that, that, that like ages her down in your head. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Last one, I promise. Oh, boy. It is the, it is the year 2000. And truly a, a love affair that stays with us still to this day. Who I can forget? Mark Henry yeah. and May Young. How yeah. old is Mark? How old is May? It is 2000. <laughs> I'm going to go 65 and 34. No, 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 no. 30, no, t- 26. I was gonna, hey, Mark, I was going to say, Mark Henry ain't that old now. I, I, I forgot what era Mark Henry I was right, thinking. I'm going to yeah. go... Um, 28 and for the lull, 69. <laughs> you are right on track again, Mike. All right. Mark Henry is 29. Ah, oh, so close. May Young is 77. Damn it. Uh, also, also, for such a big, powerful man, soft as handshake, <laughs> Mark Henry. Uh, like, like, not, not like dainty, not like firm, firm, but just like I thought this man was going to crush me. Uh, Matt, you know? Matt, what year was that again? That is 2000. All right. Uh, so Jen, Jen, Jen Collins, your wife, was asking, how old Oops. is the hand now? The hand is 20. <laughs> the, the hand is almost drinking age. The hand uh-huh. can vote. And, and, and we know that the hand is a real character in WWE canon because the hand showed up on TV all grown up. Mm-hmm. All right, I want right, to know who the hand endorsed. 
No, I, I have a question. What's weirder? The fact that the hand that Mae Young birthed is a canon character on WWE, or in canon, Seamus and Beaker the Muppet are related. What's weirder? What What's weirder? Yeah. Oh, the hand thing's definitely weirder. It's definitely weirder, weirder, Seamus- than, weirder than Seamus being related to an actual Muppet. Listen, man, I've been trying to he think about... I'm just saying. My entire life has been figuring out the the um, um, dichotomy of Muppets, okay? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Fucking Muppets, the right how word. do they work? Dude, I have contemplated this. I'm like, wait, why is the rat talking, but none of the other rats are talking? Why is the, what is going to happen with the, with the pig and the frog and just, you know, things in general? I've always wanted to know why... Um... Why does everybody look so uncomfortable crouching down to talk to him, even Mark Hamill? I mean, it, it, it's it's difficult. I mean, it, you're sending. It, it's like almost trying to like overthink the Cars universe, you know? Uh, Ooh, that yeah, can really mess with twist your brain into into pretzels. Also, that that's very problematic if you go too far down drove, that one. I think I just drove through the town from that movie actually today. <laughs> <laughs> you should be right around there. Actually, you should go we're, find Radiator Springs. We didn't get off, but we were along 66. We were going back on 66, actually. So, yeah. Yeah. So I'm, 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 I'm going to find myself looking for uh, Lightning McQueen. <laughs> Damn, I'm going to go watch that movie after this. Uh, Sorg, uh, Sorg, I feel like it might be time for a break. That sounds great. And you know what's great? You know you know what Matt's going to be able to, to, to partake in that I won't be for the next two weeks? That is Slice on Broadway, our friends in Pittsburgh, uh, supporting the Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. I did that even with some beer. Um, but uh, da, 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 you can three locations, Beachview, Carnegie, and uh, East Liberty. That's without a graphic for me to look at, too. Um, but, no, go check them out. They're supporting us for a good long time. And they even let, let a beast man tear up their entire <laughs> tear up their place um but thank you so much for those guys for supporting the show for so long and i believe matt is queued up the video let's take a little bit of a message uh you're going to hear from uh katie and somebody's going to tell you what you should be doing or what i should have been doing when those kids walked up to me uh and we'll be right back with a big question after this sidekick media services we are your sidekick in business for social media video production and more find out more at sidekickmediaservices.com What's up? It's the Gigabyte Grizzly Brohemoth, and this is a messed up time we live in, so I need you all to do me a favor. Wear your mask. Like this? Not like this? Or like this? Or like this? Like this? Wear your mask. It's for your safety and mine. Because if I see you without one, I'm going to pump kick a mask onto your face. Got it? Yo, 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 yo. It's Wrestling Mayhem Show. We are here. I am still in Arizona. <laughs> I am still in Arizona. I'm still in Kingman, Arizona. It's wonderful. It's still warm here. It's not snowing. I think it is back where you guys are. Um, but uh, it is, and we're here. Matt Carlin's on the ones and twos back there in Sorgatron Media Studio in Pittsburgh, PA, making everything work. And, uh, of course, he's got the dancing. He's still got the wacky, flailing, uh, 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 no, this isn't, this isn't wacky and wavy, wacky wavy and flowable. Our feeling too, man. This is uh, 
these have three shots of vodka in them each, and I'm almost up my second one. So all right. <laughs> So 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 we've gone from autumn autumn Mike to to malt Mike Moscow. very quickly. Moscow Mike, no, that's Mos- Moscow Mike. No, no, no. no that that. Well, these are Moscow mules. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, Mad Mule. How about Mad Mule? <laughs> I, it could be something else, and somebody might do some fan art for that. But anyways, in the meantime, right. it is time for the big question. Thanks a lot, Sorg. Um, I do have a big question for you. You don't mind if I just jump in here, do you? Go for no, it. This You've given you. me too much power. Um, okay, so last week, you know, we so rarely get a chance to talk about Mad Mike's favorite um, block Twitter account, Impact Wrestling. And, um, <laughs> you know, last, last week, they elevated the art of the pro wrestling wedding to new heights. And indeed, um, I think they it shot some, I think they shot someone dead. On impact. <laughs> yep. I like yep, how we, we came in with this a little bit toward the end of the show, but we had no details. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. for those, I mean, everyone has seen this, right? Everyone saw this. Matt, seen Matt, this bit, Matt right? were we not standing outside the studio with Larry uh, until one in the morning discussing this concept? <laughs> it's just like after the show know, last week. Larry's like, so what's been going on in wrestling? And we're like, well, actually. <laughs> Apparently, Someone gun plays shot. involved. Uh, and then what happened? Yeah, Jeez. so so yeah, Johnny Bravo getting who shot Bravo? Um, getting shot is definitely um one for the history books when it comes to uh pro wrestling wedding. So so the big question this week, what? I'm I'm sorry, I'm sorry. How can he have a name like Johnny Bravo? Isn't that a Cartoon Network proprietary thing? Like oh, thank you, ma'am. Oh. Uh-huh. Like the, maybe the uh, trademarks have lapsed, yeah. okay. or maybe it does count because it's it's sports entertainment versus cartoon. Okay. Either way, right. if you can't I'm, confuse I'm, if you can't confuse the two characters, you're good to go. Well, one of them's alive. <laughs> well, how do they get wit, wit, away with Mad Max in WCW? It's WCW. No one cared. I'm sorry, Matt. What's, what's the question? The answer is the, oh, the, next. This, the, the, the question is very simple. It's just jumping off of this, uh, you know, just this absolute elevation of the art of the pro wrestling wedding by Impact. Um, what, what's your what's your most cherished uh, memory of pro wrestling wedding? Oh wow! The one that really we talk- tugs at the heartstrings. We talked about this last week. Who I talked with, or maybe I did with Mike. No, um, we, we talked about it because I had just recently gotten married, which is still technically... Oh, that's true. right. We're talking about weddings because of that. Um, I am still fond of the Billy and Chuck one. Uh, while uh, obviously a little problematic with, with you know, the nature of it, um, I, I, I thought the story that, that they did and what they did with that was, was fantastic. And it was, I think, for the time, like, it was a highlight every time we brought up SmackDown at the time. Because um, so it was a very will-they-won't-they kind of thing with them. Um, and then they did it, and then it went the way they did. But then, of course, the highlight, regardless, what do you think of whatever happened? You know, with the you know having a, a you know ha- having having that kind of wedding in the late two thousands, right? And obviously, that had I think definitely the parental groups up in arms at the at that time, mm. uh, the PTC, right? Um, mm. But the reveal, this is where, this is where brand extension was at the peak. Not this yeah. washed-out crap we've had for the last 10 years. 
right? Mm-hmm. But at that point where it was Bischoff and Stephanie and they were going at it, right? Mm-hmm. And there were stakes and there were invasions and it was for real, right? And not overdone. Mm-hmm. Um, that reveal of Eric Bischoff is one of the finest points in uh, primetime WWE wrestling history. I agree. Right, that so, Bischoff reveal is 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 an all timer, and I mean, it's oh been yeah, talk, no, it's been talked about to death, but it's it just it's 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 so good. Okay, so I was actually watching um, uh, one of the Undertaker specials that they have on the network, the thing with him and Orton. The um, by by the way, Randy Orton talking on WWE Chronicle is my favorite Randy Orton, and I can't believe that I actually have a favorite Randy Orton. <laughs> is it as um, good as Triple H talking about the uh oh, the art it's of the so much shot? better. It's so much better. That was great. I'm untold. It's, it's honestly so much better. Like I wish This is why I still pay for the network. <laughs> like the the weird thing is, like it's always been said like, you know, to be a pro wrestler you have to take yourself and turn yourself up to 11. I would rather people just be themselves because if that's what they're doing in these documentaries they're so much more entertaining than what they are on television. <laughs> but um, he was talking about the Billy and Chuck thing, and he was talking about how great the makeup prosthetics and everything was. And apparently there was a point where they wanted to get makeup for Bob Orton Sr. to attack the Undertaker, and he was like, man, it just came out like shit. Like, I, I don't know who the makeup guy was, but you really fucked up. <laughs> like, he just called him out. On the special because like it was it was amazing. But anyway, um, so I was looking up favorite wrestling weddings because I'm you know I'm trying to I'm trying to go something outside the norm, uh, outside the, and one that keeps coming to mind, and I wanted to make sure I got the details right on this was um, Goldust and Oksana. <laughs> Uh, Bobby F. J. Town just recently tweeted something today that he missed Oksana, and I'm like, you know what? I kind of miss Oksana too, for the weird Oksana needs a green card storyline. So, <laughs> so, um, so let me let me let me just for for those of you who are unaware or the uninitiated, let me just read the wildness of this wedding. Uh, Goldust was the NXT pro for Oksana, a native of Lithuania. Unfortunately, she got into jeopardy because of an immigration issue. Goldust decided to marry her to keep her in the country. His wedding outfit included the million-dollar belt, which he had recently stolen from Ted DiBiase Jr. When the preacher asked if anyone objected to the wedding, the preacher said he did because he had a price. It was actually the million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase. The million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase, came in bribing the preacher, but Dusty Rhodes had lined up Ted's father as a backup. So the million-dollar man officially announced the couple as husband and wife, and when it was time for the kiss, Oksana slapped Goldust, and a few weeks later, immediately following her elimination from NXT, Goldust handed her divorce papers. Okay. Talk about talk about hot-shotting at an angle. Yes, yeah, seriously. Like, within a matter of weeks... Like wedding, all that to do nothing. Divorce, yeah, yeah, just huh. absolutely ri- ridiculous. And uh, we have a couple in the chat room. 
Um, let's see. Uh, Tina says, jokingly seeing Demon Face Steph with the vow renewal between her and Triple H. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when uh, Steph was pretending she was pregnant. That was good stuff. Um, AJ Daniel Bryan had a good one, too. Good twist. Yes. And, and, and obviously, a timeless one, Tina says. The Macho Man, Randy Savage, and Miss Elizabeth. I remember. That's when I knew, that's when I knew love was real. Mm-hmm. I remember the proposal more than I remember the wedding. Believe it or not, just because like, like Roddy Piper on con- like I wish when I proposed to my wife, I had Roddy Piper on commentary, like, like go, yeah, like saying yeah! like go ahead ask her like like I wish I had an angry not Scotsman screaming at me to pop the question. <laughs> Come on. You mean an angry Canadian in a kilt? I'm pretty sure he's Minnesotan. Uh, I think he's Canadian. I will double no, check. No, I'm pretty that. sure he's he ended right. up in Portland. But... Hold on. Oh, we're good. We're good. Okay, I got the research department on that one. Okay, while you guys are typing, I'm going to throw in uh, Edge and Lita. Uh, oh, notable yeah. for one specific thing, Lita's outfit, and another thing, Kane popping out of the ring. Uh, that's Matt, a terrifying Matt, I'm moment. I'm pretty sure Lita's outfit conspires of two different things. I'm just saying. What? Her boobs. What? Like, her boobs. Oh, oh. It was a deep V that night. A uh, deep born. Rod, the Scotsman is born in Saskatoon, Canada, and he died in Hollywood. Just how he That's wanted sad. to go out. In Hollywood? <laughs> yeah. Was it a backlit brawl? He was. <laughs> <sighs> it is now. Uh, Did someone change the Wikipedia? <laughs> was it the longest fight in cinematic history? <laughs> Jesus. Did it involve the OJ police race? Oh, jeez. That, that, that involved the OJ. They got into you a had white you had to get, yeah, they did, yeah, they did, and then they played like the footage, I think. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, okay, that was that was great. That's a good question. Yeah, uh, good also, question. Uh, wasn't Edge and Lido the one where Kane popped his head out of the rings ring yes, apron? Yes, like, exactly. Uh, and we we, I, I, we were too distracted discussing Lita's outfit that I did also mention very quickly. Yes, and Kane popped out of the ring, but most importantly, anyway, yeah, yeah. Let it never be said that this podcast won't find some way to talk about Lita's boobs. That's how we started, and God damn it, that's how we'll go This is kind of how this podcast started, so it's always appropriate for us to pay tribute. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Nothing nothing but respect for our uh, luchador bride. Oh, 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 speak! Hold on, hold on! I'm missing one of the most important weddings of all time. I'm changing my answer. I am changing my answer. <laughs> the wedding of Taya and Johnny Mundo. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Holy shit. I want to watch that episode of Lucha Underground again because that wedding was colorful. And it had a demon monster appear, much like your choice, Matt. <laughs> and I mean... Taya ended up cake faced. And I, after that, she got possessed by a doll. There was a lot happening there. Like I, I don't, I, I love that I have been married for so long, 
but what I wouldn't give to be able to put on the wedding I would want to now, because I had <laughs> I had no expectations of wedding. It's just like whatever you want, whatever you want to do, you know. This is this is what this is this is you know your day kind of thing. But man, I want a wedding that's my day. <laughs> so, yeah. And and it will it will involve half the stuff you guys just said. Sorg, you know what? Have a wedding during a pandemic, and then your wife will let you walk down to the Star Wars Cantina theme. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. You do, yeah, yeah. I I, I uh, brought my mom down, and I'm like, Ma, you're walking down to my wedding, listening to Star Wars music. How do you feel about that? <laughs> she had no response. It was great. <laughs> She's just happy it's happening. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. aren't That's we all? Like finally, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I think with that, we do have a time to get educated for another oh, deep discussion. Oh, this fucking guy. And <laughs> we do have that video. And Mike, if you can, or I'm sorry, Matt. Yes. We need to find hosts with different names, by the way. Uh, <laughs> they, they, they have M and M boys. Almost any insult, as my wife can attest. I don't know why that reminded me, but I, I wanted to get out earlier that Matt needs to start a uh, parenting wrestling podcast called uh, Listen to Your Parents Talk About Wrestling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So, sorry. That was in I'm my head. I want to make sure it got out yeah, of the real world. You know, but I'm the living meantime, that life, so it's, it would only be appropriate. Yeah, yeah. Um, dude, you have no idea that the podcast I have in my head, if I had kids by now, uh, <laughs> that we would have had with you and Doug and, oh. and yeah, I, I think others. Um, the, anyways, I will just have to live vicariously through your show discovering wrestling. Um, but in the meantime, let's discover wrestling and a little piece of ourselves uh, with our review, uh, talking about last week's uh, homework assignment with Professor Jacob Edwin. <sighs> Wrestling Mayhem Show, this is my response to my open-ended, creative assignment for when's the last time that you believed in a match, in a promo, in a segment, whatever you want to call it. Um, This was hard for me, personally. There were... You see, I, I had a response prepared for this, but you know, you get this exclusive. The last time that I felt something, really felt something, was probably uh, Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho um, in that party thing, that the the celebration that Jericho threw, and he he picked up the the list, the present, and the list, and it was the list of KO, and you saw this tragic scene unfold and this was really good this was really good by them and and you know it did make my heart sink um before that my answer was going to be undertaker losing the streak to brock lesnar i forgot where i was i forgot what i was doing i was sitting watching with friends it was something i didn't believe could happen and then it happened right in front of my eyes i couldn't believe it i was in awe someone asked me if i was okay i I mean it really floored me and it's something that will stick with me and I'll never forget. So, please, your responses and thank you. And Bane. Good professor, thank you so much for that. Right, professor. The good the good uh professor He's an evil acknowledgement professor. pending according to Mad Mike. 
Um, so what was the last time that wrestling made you feel? I, I, I you know, that was a little accident. Dated. That, that's a, that's a long time ago. Well, I would stop. It's, it's, uh, you know, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. Honestly, <laughs> because, like, like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So do you have one? You can go. So I, I, I gotta say, like, like for me, it doesn't happen a whole lot. I mean, maybe it is watching those matches, like, like NXTs, things like that. Like the last I can remember, or something like a Bailey and Sasha from, from you know, Hell in a Cell, like a week Bro- ago. No, no, like Brooklyn, <laughs> like Brooklyn, Takeover right. Brooklyn. You know, like, like stuff like that. NXT is the ones that would bring that out of me, right? Or, or, is or he talking about games. live or seeing it on TV? Because, like, I think, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we, I, I think it's whatever you want it to be. Okay. Um, what, you know, whatever experience. And for me, it happens a lot. Honestly, it happens whether I'm filming or, 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 you know, and, and even if I know the finish or something, um, you know, seeing somebody like John Roden win the RWA belt, you know, and, and, and that's, also, because of the environment with that, you know, we talked about the RWA fan base for, for ages, and I miss it. I miss it a lot. Um, but it happening, knowing his story, literally watching people cry in the audience, mm-hmm. you know, like it, it's like that's the thing. Like, it's not just the thing that happens in front of you. It's that environment around the thing that sucks you in even further right like it's that thing happening and you see the people in the front row and you're with the people in the front row that are just there and it's happening and it's believed you know mm-hmm. um wrestlemania moments um you know like actual wrestlemania moments and i can't remember last time a wrestlemania moment was like really like you know holy crap you know um kind of thing uh but, you know, it's i'm gonna tell you what the last time it was for me in a moment here so Tease that. I tease that. What about you, man, Mike? Um, all right. Well, if I'm thinking last time I saw, last time I saw it on TV, uh, I'm gonna say definitely two matches during Hell in a Cell, the Bailey Sasha match. Mm-hmm. Really, it was it was fantastic. Like everything about it was just was just. And wonderful. I'm not discounting that. I'm just gonna let you know that I was on little sleep and 12 hours of a shoot well, at that point. I mean, so every, I had everything, no, everyone, everything's gonna you. hit everyone differently. Like obviously. Uh, I, was about I, was also, the, I was also I was, there. My, my head was about to hit the desk. Yeah, like I was also <laughs> in in the stadium for Bailey Sasha at Takeover, like mm-hmm. in Brooklyn. And I'm mm-hmm. like, that was one of the times I've legit like rolled tears after like as a result of a match like Bailey winning. That was very like, you know, it's not the most recent time for me. The most recent time for me would be a lot of WrestleMania 35. Honestly, like WrestleMania 35 between the Iconics winning, and you guys may laugh, but you know how much I love the Iconics. Mm-hmm. Um, Kofi winning. Mm-hmm. Kofi, that was... That was a big one for a lot of people. Yeah, That was palpable. Like, I haven't felt an arena like that in a while, in a long time. Like, that, like, everyone, and that was a big stadium for everyone to be like, on the same page, on the same wavelength, everyone wanting to see the same thing. Like you even had people wearing Daniel Bryan gear cheering for Kofi. Like, and, and then Becky closing out the night too. Like, a lot of that just hit, hit, hit. Like, mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. a good ass WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm good. I'm good. One more, one more shout out to something I saw on TV this year. 
Cena and Bray Wyatt. Like, we forget that Firefly Funhouse took you every which way. Took you all sorts of directions. And holy crap, like, I was rolling. Anyone who saw me in the live chat while that was happening, I was rolling during that whole match. I was enthralled by every single aspect of it. So, so I, I, and I'm sorry, like, uh, I, you know, it's just, it's just my angle of things, of course, but like, I love when I'm, I'm, you know, shooting or producing a show and I, I mean, I kind of have an outline maybe of what's going to happen, you know, maybe they give me a heads up if I'm lucky. Um, <laughs> but then, but then, um, um, stuff is happening in front of me and I am like a part of it is legitimately concerned because wild stuff is happening and I'm more kind of worried about the safety of, you know, people that are working and everything and, and the equipment and, and us staying on air sometimes <laughs> depending on what cords they grab. But, um, um, it was the Joey Janela, Frank, the clown. And I apologize. I keep forgetting the name of the other guy that's involved in that feud. Um, when they had, it was a great, it was a great build between everything. Um, but the way they went at it, and they even had a thing where he's the uh, Frank's guy started beating the crap out of a photographer, <laughs> and like you're just like that's just the photographer that was out there. He just starts getting beat up, and it just looks like he's just gone off the rails. And it's it's like even in those you take a moment to and uh Robert Ego Anthony is the guy that that I'm talking about here and uh he uh and, and, you know stuff like that where it's like it gets so crazy where you forget this is this is this is real or not you know not real or not mm-hmm. not what what it is in your head um also when Marshall Gambino gets in a fight with a fan uh <laughs> that's you know moments like that are kind of where I'm at with that but then, then again, those are the moments where it does kind of become re- a little real too. So, I'm interested to hear what Matt has to say. I'm interested in telling you my answer. Um, <laughs> thank you very much. Um, um, the, the the good professor specifically mentioned uh, when he was asking us this question last week that he wanted to know about mm-hmm. a match that made us you know jump out of our couch. You know that made us just forget you know, everything and just want this guy or this girl to win and just be so excited when it actually happens. And I have two very strong examples of times when that's happened to me, um, moments in wrestling that, and and there have been other ones, but these two stuck out in my mind, just moments in wrestling that just brought me off the couch and got me so excited and just fist pumping. Yes. Yes. Kind of thing. Um, the first one I'm going to bring up is from the G1 climax last year. John Moxley versus Tomohiro Ishii. Moxley has just recently left WWE. He still has a lot to prove that he can be something truly special in professional wrestling, that he can elevate his game to an even higher level than what we saw when he was just Dean Ambrose. And this was the match. This, I believe, is the third match in the G1 for Moxley. And he beats Taichi, I think, in the first match. He beats Jeff Cobb in another match. But this is the match where... Me sitting at home watching it, and you know my wife Jen, she's watching it too, and we are, you know, we like Mox, we are big fans of him, and we're watching it, and I want him to win because 
the understanding in my mind is that if he beats Ishii, it means it is on. Like, this is going to be a real push for him outside WWE, and he's really going to accomplish something in this G1. And that match plays out, and it's all the great things that I love about New Japan, where it just gets violent and intense and crazy stuff is happening. Ishii goes off the top rope and puts Moxley through a table in the middle of this match, and it's just crazy. And uh, and I'm not sure if Moxley's going to win through this whole match because in the back of my mind, I'm like, you know, he's, you know, how far is New Japan really going to go with him? And when he finally beats Ishii in that match, even Jen and I both off of our seats and just, yes, because we knew it was, yes. Because not only was it a huge win for Moxley, but he proved something in that ring that he could take his game to the next level. And I was so excited about just how good that match was and just excited about what else was still to come. Um, that was a very exciting and more recent match. Now, I did mention also a WrestleMania match, Sorg, that brought me to my feet. And this this is a little bit... Some some might think this is a little bit funny, but I, I this, again, is me and Jen watching WrestleMania 20. Eight in Miami, the main event: John Cena versus The Rock, once in a lifetime, fellas. <laughs> and just like all of the city of Miami on that night, <laughs> Jen and I were just determined. I want to see The Rock beat John Cena, but that was not a sure thing. And and, and really, I mean, this is. This might be the last WrestleMania main event where you go went into that main event going, I don't know. I mean, I really want The Rock to win, but it could go the other way. And when The Rock wins this match against John Cena, fellas, my wife and I, we jump off of the couch and she leaps into my arms and we embrace in just the ecstasy of a rock victory okay, at WrestleMania. Okay. You, she wow. squeals in delight there. as I hold there. her high over our living room. Yes, Ooh. The Rock Ooh. has done it. That is all. Wow. Save the rest for Patreon, man. You're welcome. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> you gotta make people pay for the rest of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, don't give it away free. Come on. Was Ooh. it just me? Anyway, those are a couple examples I was excited to talk about. So wow. I enjoyed this topic. Um, I gotta say the 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 few years, a few years I've been watching Wrestle Kingdom, even you know not following these guys year to year, um, and they're really good at building that and putting you at that point, mm-hmm. regardless of what's happening. And who I like, I don't know who Akata is, but maybe like you told me, like oh he's kind of their John Cena, and then going through that those motions and him and Kenny Omega and you know Naito and 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 and, and anything with with, with Ishi and. And Suzuki, uh, <laughs> they're good at the, the the thing I like that's really special about New Japan booking is just like the the way they highlight the individual struggle. You know, they highlight you know this guy can't get over this hump. This guy can't do this one specific thing. He can do all these other great things, but he can't do this one thing. And- so that when he does it, you're like. Yes, he did it. And that works all the way from like young lions getting in a little bit of offense against somebody all the way up to the main events of Wrestle Kingdom where Naito's finally winning the title. It's because I think, and especially Kevin Kelly, 
talks about it as sport. I mean, it's called the king of sport, isn't it? And mm-hmm. it is that, I mean, what do you hear when you listen to the Olympics and especially individual um, um, sports, right? Versus team sports. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, I don't know why skiing comes to mind. Uh, <laughs> <but> <laughs> um uh, you know, or even the team stuff. Like, it's all about the struggle. How are, how are the Browns doing? Will they get over this? You know, what a magical season this this has been doing. Can the can the Titans get over their their hump and everything going on? Mm-hmm. Listen, I, listen, I have not watched any football this year. I, I was going to say, Sorg, what are you talking about? Sorg just named two just... sports teams. I, I'm weirded out right now. So okay, I, I, know, I thought I you were just I'm mentioning. Insane. I thought you were just mentioning sports teams you had seen in movies. It's. <laughs> <laughs> The, the Calgary game, hit, remember the, the Titans, the Calgary Hitmen, and the uh, the the Seattle Dragons, and the uh, oh, absolutely wait, something Who, else, right? great rivalry. Mm-hmm. Yep, huge rivalry, huge rivalry. Who could ever forget that time, that bright Listen, August day teams. when the Hitmen finally beat the Dragons? Mad Mike, you remember that one, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. The dragons <laughs> had the dragons had their kid there. The the hitman had a whole foundation. It was great. All I, all, all I know is nobody's going to beat the Gotham Knights this year. No. Uh, someone their did. Stadium's that was gone. Bane. Yeah. Bane oh yeah, that's right. yeah. Sorry, Hans Word. You know, honestly, the most unrealistic thing about that movie was um, Antonio Brown being able to return that kickoff for a touchdown. I think most. Un- I think the most. Um, Unreasonable thing was the uh, then mayor Luke Ravenstall uh, kicking off. <laughs> Fair. That was some bullshit. Anyways, um, I do understand we do have a new assignment. Yes, and oh. it is in the queue right now. Matt, hit that beautiful professor footage. I got it. Hi, class. Thank you for joining me today. <clears throat> this one's going to be very simple, straight to the point. I want you to go out and watch a match with Tracy Smothers. Uh, we're going to be open-ended again. That seemed to be a benefit for everyone last time. So go and find a match with Tracy Smothers. Tell me why he's unique, why he stood out, what you noticed about him, and uh, anything else that you'd like to say about Tracy Smothers. Uh, thank you. And I look forward to your answers. You can find my answer on Wrestling Mayhem Show, and you can find them on Facebook or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you. Tracy Smothers. Um, I got to say, uh, he's, uh, you know, it, I, the, the, I'm looking forward to this. I am really looking forward to that. And I think there's some a lot of choice stuff on the network, if I'm not mistaken, like beyond ECW. Um I did not. I don't. I can't remember having a direct interaction with him over the years, but I definitely attended or filmed a good number of shows that he's been a part of. Uh, always a pleasure, and um, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna definitely. I look at. I'm gonna look for something that's not on an indie wrestling network. First of all, that uh, that's a Tracy Smothers classic. I'm sure. Let's see if Joe Nebraska has any uh, recommendations. I, I'm actually, I just looked him up on um, on the network, mm-hmm. so I'm trying to figure out what I want to watch. I feel yeah, I feel like not ECW. I want to dig into something else. Oh right? no, I, yeah. See, I want ECW. Okay, I want ECW, and I'm seeing one that's calling my name only because I don't know who's in it. I I think I'm gonna go 
There's a three-way dance elimination tag team match from Guilty as Charged 1999. Holy crap. The... The 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 picture on it is just Guido and Tracy Smothers. And I'm like, I think this might be the match I watch. That's I don't it. know who else is gonna be in it, but I'm excited. Doesn't matter at that point. Yeah, exactly. I may I may just watch the whole show. Guilty mm-hmm. Charge nineteen ninety nine, yeah. That's right. gonna be right. wild. I dig it. I dig it. Um looking forward to it. And also please let's know your um let's know your match choices too, um, going into this. So I, I was gonna say, if you want, I can read off some some other ones that are kind of hitting home. If you guys are curious, yeah, yeah, just give an idea what we what we're in for. Uh, let's see. Um, I, I'm really curious if they have um h- how many matches they have involving the Southern Boys because that's something I've heard a lot about. Have I not been exposed saw, to uh, any of that uh, stuff? Clash of Champions 13: The Freebirds versus the Southern Boys. Okay, so wait, is Southern Boys him in in uh in Hemmerich? It is him and Steve Armstrong, I okay. believe. But like oh, I said, Matt, I've not Matt, seen I any think, of it. I think I have your match here. I think I have your match here, Matt. All right. You don't have to go with this one. I just, I'm just, I'm running through every match that Tracy Smothers has listed on the network. The Fabulous Freebirds mm. versus the Young Pistols and oh, Dustin Rhodes. Oh, come on, the Young. Now, I, I, I heard a little bit about this. It's like. This is like the, uh, the the reboot of the Southern Boys um, when WCW decided it was a little bit too Southern because they uh-huh. had Southern in their name. <laughs> and and <laughs> man, six-man tag. Yeah. So, so, so you got WCW, those in there too. That's, that's w- from the Great American Bash 1991. WCW determined they were too Southern? I mean, do you know, Sorg, do you have any idea how Southern you have to be for WCW to be like, yo, whoa, whoa, that's a little bit too Southern. Uh, yeah, you got to be pretty southern. So okay, uh, sword. I don't know. Sword. Yeah, I have no idea. There, there's a match from WCW Saturday Night: Tracy Smothers versus Flying Brian. Mm. In, in. Uh, just, just WCW Saturday Night. Just that's can we, it. Can we start a thread? Let's start a thread on the on the uh, group mm-hmm. with uh, match choices. Yeah, just like gonna... yeah. Uh, there's also uh, ECW November to Remember 1998: Tracy Smothers versus Tommy Rogers. Okay. I don't know who Tommy Rogers is, no, but I... it's but it's a seventeen minute match on a pay per view. Mad Mike, haven't you been doing your homework for Professor Edwin? Tommy Rogers was um, oh, one was half of the, the Fantastics. Other... If you had remembered your lessons from Professor Edwin and been a good student like me, who pays attention um, to the professor Matt, and actually Matt, absorbs I'm sorry, his I'm lessons. editing the course. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I thought it was, I thought it was pass fail. I don't really, you know. Wow. Fine. Oh, all right. So the first match I see listed, and I'm gonna guess it's the squash match. Nikita Koloff versus Tracy Smothers. I'm oh, yeah. going to imagine Nikita just destroys them. <laughs> but well, I mean, yeah, it's hard because like I'm, Tracy does like a lot of good stuff, but he never gets like. He get from what I've heard, he, he only gets like a major push in some of these like second tier promotions. He's the only main event in like those second tier promotions, and then some of these yeah. major promotions, he he kind of caps out at a certain point. But he's still, I mean, I was really good. There's also from Clash of the Champions sixteen. There's a fifteen man battle royal that has Tracy Smothers in it. I'm in. the The picture of it is Kevin Nash's Oz. Oh, work that! It's on. Let's do it. <laughs> 
Professor, does this count? <laughs> Fuck. I, I may watch several. That 15-man battle royal just sounds great. Please, please, please post these in groups so I can follow yeah. up on them. We're going to see what well, we can uh, I, do. I literally just went to the WWE Network, just typed in Tracy Smothers. It jumped to match. It has 64 different matches, Sorg. Oh, jeez. Okay. We're in. Um, there's We're also in. the FBI versus the Gangstonators, which, if oh, you forget, yeah. that is the combination of one of the gangsters and one of the eliminators. I believe it was Mustafa mm-hmm. and New Jack. Oh, no. Um, uh, Cronus and New Jack and Cronus, I believe. New Jack and Cronus, yes. But uh, let's. Oh, was Saturn an eliminator? Yes. Yes. But okay. I think Saturn, I think got, Saturn injured. got hurt, and that's why they needed a tag partner. Uh, there's also a a hot matchup: Van Hammer versus Tracy Smothers. There it is. That's what that, is that WCW Saturday yeah. night? That's got to be Saturday it. night, is it? Of course, Saturday night. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you get bo- so you probably get bonus Dusty Rhodes on commentary. Oh, he's going to the pay window. Oh, you also, there's also from ECW Hardcore TV, Tracy Smothers versus Sandman. I need you to look and see if there is a uh, Tracy Smothers versus Taz match anywhere. There is. Yeah, there is. All but, right. There we go. Uh, right on, in my wheelhouse. Oh, oh guys, man. Guys, oh, guys, right. so guys, I said guys, I was going to watch whoa. Hold on. I whoa. said I was going to watch a, tri- a three-way dance elimination tag. I am changing my mind. November to remember, 1997, there is a four-way elimination tag. Guys, uh, tr- uh, Tina may have trumped you over on the Mayhem Show group. Uh, some choice Tracy Mothers matches. Uh, one is uh, Tracy Smothers versus Sue Young. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Let's go. Wait, wait all right. Okay, I'll watch that. Right. Um, and Tina also says anything from Tracy at JCW. Just the reaction of the Juggalos. Yo, yo, Tra- that's, I did see Tracy at the Juggalos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, stuff. Um, and, Matt, uh, Matt, yeah, it's Matt, choice. You were, asking, you were asking for a Taz match? Mm-hmm. ECW Cyber Slam 1997. Oh, man, it's even... Oh, 97! Yes! Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, God. You that's want something that's even shorter? Masato Tanaka versus Tracy Smothers. <laughs> yo. I want to roll back on that JCW. You, you realize why wild, why that was so wild, right? No. Because he comes out with the Confederate flag. Oh, oh, and oh. one of their songs, one of their songs is called "F Your Rebel Flag." Nice. Oh, like no. it's part of the thing. So oh, just like, dear. and you also know Cole Cabana comes out as oh, Officer, yeah, Officer Cole, Cole Cabana, Cabana yeah. and he says he's going to arrest everybody, right? Mm-hmm. So like, like I mean, that's that's how they play it, and, and well. Most of us are in on it. Some people are too high to get it. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> I missed right. the gathering so bad. This is going to be, I can already tell this is going to be a uh, a fun assignment. And we're going to come back with like three or four matches. I, I'm good. Uh, I, may, I may end up watching several matches. Yeah. Uh, oh, Matt, Matt, here you go. Yeah. Matt. Yep. Yep. From, from Smoky Mountain Wrestling. There it is. Tracy Smothers versus Bruiser Bedlam. Okay, should I know this man? Who is this? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm somebody cage match Bruiser now. Bedlam. He's got to be someone of repute, or he's an absolute no one. Not an um, absolute no one. I mean, he is in Smoky Mountain Wrestling. So. Um. Okay. All right. Hold on. I, I looked up Bruiser Bedlam. Ring names: 
Loser yes. Bedlam. Uh-huh. Johnny Canine. Um, hmm. Taurus Bulba. I'm pretty sure that was a Darkwing Duck villain. <laughs> pretty sure. Orin Turgadon, the Terrible Turk. What? And, and the Mysterion. Hmm. Um, I um I have a feeling on, I have a feeling this might be peak Bruiser Bedlam, right here versus Tracy Smothers <laughs> and Smoky Mountain. Yeah. The, oh. Uh, uh, okay. Maybe maybe we shouldn't watch this. There are murder accusations. <laughs> what in the match? No. No. Just. In, I'd be just silly story. That'd be the second one this week. In his real life. <laughs> oh, the opponent. Yeah. Or, 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 or the no, the guy. No. Oh, the Bedlam. Um, well, you know. If your name's Bedlam, what do you expect? Hey, yeah. uh, so let's wrap this up because we've got to wrap this up so I can play some night mini golf behind me. Uh, but anyway. So wow. To learn from... Wow. It's yeah. calling my name. Did you, well you see, the night is golf. still young where Sorg is. See, we're not just falling asleep here on the East Coast, Mike. Who's it? I'm on my second can of this bad boy. I'm almost done. Um, and I'm pretty sure I... I can't get I can't get any any any. Uh, uh, equipment from the office so i'll just make do ah. <laughs> <laughs> anyways what did you guys learn this week in wrestling Anybody? yeah i learned that uh you can still talk people into the building because uh, i want to give props again even though i'm sure i've done it over the last couple weeks to eddie kingston who is single-handedly through his skills on the microphone Got me extremely hyped to watch him and Moxley uh, do battle for the AEW championship uh, coming up at full gear. There's your full gear preview, folks, as promised. <laughs> um, I, I am I am quite certain Moxley's going to go through him in this I quit match, but God bless you, Eddie Kingston. What a, what a great success story. And you know what? Eddie My Kingston God. ain't going to be complaining about 2020. 2020's been all right to him. Uh, at least I, I think I, so. You, you tell me a year ago that Dean Ambrose and, and Eddie Kingston – we're gonna have a damn uh, pay-per-view I match. I quit. Yeah, I'd say, no, no, I was gonna say yeah, what indie promotion. Yeah. Um, but man, where that, in no, Tennessee is this happening? He's just yeah. been just absolute fire. Again, not seeing the stuff this week with Dark and anything, but um, but fire everything yeah. I've been seeing like, from Eddie. Like honestly, if if AEW want to wanted to impress me, and Lord knows they don't, um, I I would hot shot the title to Eddie. I would hot shot to him. He, he's the hottest thing. Waves. He's the hottest thing in their company right now, by far, and especially with what looks like a predictable TNT title match. Hopefully, that Darby gets it. What looks like a predictable TNT tag title match with the Bucks getting it because they said they'll never challenge again if they lose. It, it would it would really be an icing on the cake if they changed all their titles. At the pay per view, hmm. that that would be fascinating. Like I, I really think that should happen, and especially God, we could build to a Kenny Omega versus Eddie Kingston match. Oh, sure, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sign me up. I'm already in. Oh, you took my breath away with that one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Wow, wow, that's what I'm saying. Just think about that build: Kenny Omega versus Eddie Kingston. And not in a Chikara ring. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, that just sounds fascinating to me. Well, for mine, I've learned, I'm very sad that I'm going across the country and I don't even have the opportunity to even 
try to explore if there's indie wrestling across the country um, that that kills me not being able to do that right now with everything but of course gotta be safe even in wow listen the man the last two states have been in are locked down it's crazy it's it, it's good um but uh i am i, I do appreciate that while we have a loss there we do have a loss that professional wrestling does. matt what'd you oh. learn matt What'd you learn? Oh yeah. Am well, I going away? Am I, going I was away? just about to say. You're, I think. I think somebody. I, I was getting ready to butt in, but I didn't want to step on you. It kept sounding like you were going to revive yourself, but it sounds like they turned the Wi-Fi off out west at eleven o'clock Eastern time. So, <laughs> um, but I, I think we. I, I think we've got you back. But uh, uh, yeah, I, I already gave mine. But Mad Mike, I believe you owe us one. Yeah. Um, I learned that Alexa Bliss podcast just like I do in that she ha- makes sure she has props within arm's reach to ask if Nikki Cross had Furbies in Scotland. Awesome. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a real thing. By the way, if you don't listen to Alexa Bliss's podcast, it's honestly delightful. <laughs> it's, it's really fantastic. I, I watched. Am I back? Am I back? Yes. Yeah, you, you're doing all right. Am I here? Go ahead. Okay. I, I watched some interview like because they show some of it on uh, network and um, I watched one with some pop guy and I was like I don't I don't know what this is like I am a fan let's I some people cool. I Ryan like doing Cabrera? podcasts but... Ryan Cabrera yes that, that's that's so but <laughs> so that that's probably why but everyone else has been oh with... oh okay. Okay, I don't know. It was the one that was on the list. I, I was just like, let's see what this is about. I was like, what the hell is this? <sighs> okay, right? Guys, thank you so much. Song all the way down, sword. Come on, how do you not know this? <laughs> Matt Carlin's. Thank you so much. He he was working the pole all day, and it's good that he came into the studio to keep things straight with us. And uh, good to have you on board here. Uh, uh, having a physical preference in the studio takes so much off of my worry right now. <laughs> I would like to point out for the record, especially to you, Alex Cars, I did not knock this feed off the internet. So, I, I, would like to, I would like to give props to us that we did not make one working the polls joke this entire show. Unless it was taken Until literally now. and that it was just a true statement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think we went re- pretty hard on 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 the poll work uh, last week on the show, though. <laughs> hey, that's real work too, Sork. Are we waiting for me to close the show? I guess that's still my job. Okay, it's still uh, your job, Sorgi. I'm weird. Take it's us home. Like, I mean, he's he's sitting in my chair on Batista's face, so I mean, it's just kind of you know weird. I, and I just woke up Siri on my iPad. Um, but anyways, guys, thank you so much for checking things out. Um, again, uh, not this week. We're, we're kind of stretching things out since we're, of course, with the traveling situation. Uh, but Hank Hudson will be the Indie Mayhem show next Friday. Also, please check out last week's episode. We talked to Arthur MacArthur uh, about uh, wrestling and him. And actually, he does have a Tracy Smother story that he shares on that show. Um, and this was like a week before uh, Tracy's passing, of course. 
um please go check out 2pw's hardcore halloween it's a lot of fun and it just it, the gifts and it just a lot of crazy stuff including attempted vehicular homicide and attempted other homicide apparently <laughs> uh and 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 some of those clips you will only see on the pay-per-view it's not going to vod it's not going to dvd uh it's only going to be on there um and uh check out everything else that's going on of course our friends of fight underground of new matches happening going to be happening weekly here throughout the rest of the year excited to see how a lot of come out what you guys think of what's going on with fight underground a lot of new faces that we got to meet over uh, uh over the last couple weekends as well so um so with that thank you everybody thank you mad mike thank you matt carlins we'll see you guys next time mayhem this show is a member of the sorgatron media podcast network Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.